Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My Song Suck would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and community. We pay our respects to them and their cultures and to the elders both past and present. Hello and welcome to My Song Suck, the show where we listen to bad songs from good writers. I'm Alex Smith and I'm a musician. I'm James Keogh and I'm the friend of a musician. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to My Song Suck. Uh, I'm Alex Smith. I'm James Keogh. Hey, and uh, tell you what, James, we got a we got a bloody a big fish. Got a big old Ooh. fish. Got a big fish on now? the line. Got a big old, uh, very Ooh, exciting reel interview. Reel it in the big fish. Uh, the guitarist of Brisbane's biggest and best epic folk slash Viking metal band, a band that have hundreds and thousands of streams and have toured all around the world. I am, of course, talking about Anthony Willis from Valhalla. Uh, thank you so much for being here, Anthony. Hey, man, that was very humbling of you. But thank you so much. It's uh, <laughs> it's a pleasure to be on your uh, your podcast. Oh, thank you for thank you for being here. Um, <laughs> I I will say I'm completely out of my element here because I'm not I'm a, I'm a soft little soft boy and you do metal and the song you brought us is heavy and the song the good <laughs> song is also heavy, so uh, we're gonna actually need your guiding hand for this episode to try and tell us in what way you know like what what is what is metal what are we doing James mm. do you have any metal experience? I'm not not the biggest metalhead out there. Um, <laughs> I do, however, I as a uh, a young high schooler, um, specifically Viking metal. I did get into a little bit of it, so <laughs> that sort of I do have a bit of that domain knowledge. Where I was just when I was a high schooler, I was just like, "What stuff is out there? Pirate music, Viking music? Let's just see what's around." I was very much that side of, that side of the uh, oddball music. So I do have my my little bit of experience in Viking metal, but other than that, uh, a little bit out of my element. Yeah, so. Hopefully, Anthony, you can you can help us out. Look, man. Hopefully, so. I mean, half the time I don't know what I'm doing, so I might be <laughs> the same way as you guys, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so but you've uh, oh, I'm sorry. You've brought us uh, two songs. Obviously, uh, a song that's an example of how you've gotten better with your wonderful mm-hmm. band Valhalla. Um mm-hmm. And you've also brought us. You actually gave us a few songs, so we we got to be the ones to pick. Um, Mate. funnily enough if i can just elaborate like i actually you know you asked for a couple of songs and i went you know trawling through the archives on my computer i found these demos from 2009 Mm. you know and i had maybe a couple of songs for each year up until you know up until pretty much valhalla started so that's you know 20 20, uh, 2009 to like 2000 like 13 or 14 or something Mm. it's like 60 demos in there and i know like I, i admitted like a heavy metal thing but there was like acoustic demos and like pop punk demos and like it just seemed like a huge eclectic range of different <laughs> i guess so i was i thought oh geez i'm not sure what to submit but um hopefully what i did is is okay um oh, but perfect. um just wanted to let you know that there were those options there but, 
Yeah. I, I appreciate the uh, the pick because I because I was like, man, did this guy just come out shredding like the whole thing? <laughs> but, uh, no, that that makes a lot more sense knowing that you had that whole eclectic uh, choice to choose from. Background. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah for I mean, sure. I guess um, the one that we chose was mm. while heroes are laid to rest demo. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so I think that would be from 2009. So it's a good. <laughs> probably show yeah. is there anything that you want us to know about that song before we listen to it any sort of like now bear in mind <laughs> look I'm, i just want to apologize to people's ears uh, <laughs> for, um there's a compression issue going on so like as soon as i guess every other instrument stops playing the cymbals just uh really really hurt the old eardrum so just be prepared for uh, <laughs> prepared for that um but i guess um this song um it was made in high school and it was made for a, a high school band the first one that i uh the second one that i was in not like numbers really matter but the second one i was in i was in you know year 11 12 in high school and we made a we made a band with a couple of buddies and myself called a thousand times good night Mm. Um, and then obviously we had written a couple of demos and I didn't really know what I was doing. So I was using audacity and like acoustic beat craft. I, I think it was mm. acoustic. Yeah. I think that was the mm. drum program. Just, you know, it suited at the time, I guess. Brag yeah. <laughs> on it too much. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And then I guess I just pumped out a couple of demos and that was my very first I guess recording experience was 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 one of these songs. So I don't think this was the first one. I think there were a few prior to it, but this is probably a pretty good example of my very first recording experience with no knowledge and no help, just having a go. So yeah, hopefully that helps. No, I like Humble that. beginnings. Yeah, I, I respect the uh, the have a go kind of attitude. For sure. Yeah, for sure. If if there's vocals as well, it's probably when I f first tried to teach myself how to scream as well, so they could also be funny. So Is that cool you? Thing. Damn. I was going to say, yeah. like, the vocals on this are like, I don't know a lot about, like, screaming, but I'm pretty sure this guy is doing, like, a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that, that's honestly awesome. I appreciate <laughs> it. Well, Zane, if you'd like to press the button. Let's have a listen. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you very much. And that was uh, oh, While Heroes Rest. Right? Mm. While Heroes Rest, yeah. Yeah, nice. Hell Definitely yeah. walk. <laughs> How do you feel? That song is literally that song is literally a uh, 14 year old kid discovers drop d for the first time like that's what, that's what <laughs> i loved the the double kicking just like like the whole thing oh man i was just laughing at the structure and like the parts that didn't even have guitar in it and, oh, <laughs> and the oh the big scream over the acoustic part how classic <laughs> but here's the thing so the kid who wrote that is now in like one of the biggest metal bands mm. in like at least Brisbane, at least Brisbane. I don't want to say like the mm. whole world, but like you've toured, <laughs> you've toured to other countries with this band. Like, so this kid went on to become you, and I, I think that's amazing. So like, what what what? Thank you. Right. So what happened? Like, what was your what was recording this like? And you've got your your better ears now. So I guess yeah. How would you? get in there and fix that because you, you mentioned there's a compression thing and i was wondering what that sometimes it'd be like and you mentioned that was compression and i wouldn't have been able to guess that so i guess like listening back now what is what's up with it um i i don't actually know but i'm thinking when a file's rendered out of audacity it must normalize the tracks Mm. or something to bring it up to like a zero db level i think yeah um, mm. um and then in doing that it must have obviously brought you know when there wasn't any vocals or guitars it must have brought everything else so like the symbols up with it that that's mm. what i think anyway i i, I don't know if that's true mm. and i don't know if audacity does that but that's just what i think might have happened and might have caused that um so like in audacity as well back back in the day you know that i don't remember using a grid which is a already like the biggest problem we've got here so you can't actually like you know i think i think back then i didn't understand what tight meant you know Mm. like every you know down pick of a of a of a a guitar strum or whatever lines up with the kick one of a bar or something Mm. like Mm. you know um obviously just through experience and just um working with different people who have recorded stuff and i did youtube for a few years back in the day and i met a few people who were who were really really i guess more along the audio producer spectrum than i was and they were able to share a lot of knowledge so i learned um all about quantizing from someone called eric woolard who's pretty big actually now on like instagram videos yeah um he does a lot of three um style play uh one minute clips um Mm. but yeah he showed me a lot about you know lining up guitars like guitar not even guitars but like guitar notes like so like really like specifics and lining them up with the grid and like you know different aspects of like um the drum kit you know and and then you know listening back to that he's got a few really good instructional videos too um and you can really hear the difference between like something that's not tight so something that's like maybe a bit more fluid and like something that is super i guess you know tight i guess right um and really all playing at the same time so i think metal especially this this type of metal really needs that um aspect of playing tight and i'm not saying you know you got to have everything on the grid because that it does that does give it some a kind of robotic feel so if you have just a couple of 
notes here and there that aren't quite on the grid. It kind of gives it that more natural feel. So yeah, that's something that, you know, I've picked up mm. as well yeah. over the years too. So it's just, the thing is, I guess it really comes down to, you know, I, everyone that I did that song with, like I was the only one that did that song, but like everyone who was around for that song, mm. um, they don't do it. They don't do anything like that now. You know, mm. there's no one that, right there's no one who I was playing with that's still playing electric guitar and like in heavy metal bands or like, mm. you know, or they've given up on their instruments or something like that, you know, mm. and the, the thing, and I'm not saying that, you know, I, you know, I sometimes think about if I could go back in time and like do things differently, you know, obviously there could have been more hours put into the production sides of things. Mm. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't too interested in that, you know, for the, for those couple of years. Um, but that could be an option. And I think that what it comes down to is if you just stick at something, you know? Right. So yeah. I, I guess, you know, from, from high school, I then started YouTube and then the YouTube led to about five bands prior to Valhalla. And then that's led me to, I guess now here. So yeah, it's, it's interesting to think back about how everything kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it's not like it's not like an overnight thing as as you guys know and you know yeah. I, I imagine listeners would know as well mm. um it wouldn't it's not even like a year thing like this is you know my entire adult life yeah. you know so right. far mm. yeah and what drew you to that like originally as as the thing that you just sort of knew you were going to stick to and knew was going to be that thing that became you know your commitment Man, I just like making songs, hey. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fair honestly, enough. I just like making songs that sounded cool. Mm. You know, I, I remember there was a point where I just got so over just, you know, listening to songs. I'm not ragging on any bands or anything, but like, uh, you know, say folk metal, for example, I have a particular thing in my brain how I how folk metal should sound. Mm. And when Val Valhalla was made, there wasn't any bands doing that. So okay. I was like, bugger it, I'm going to do it. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. You, you mentioned that you weren't an overnight success. I, I, when I played with you guys earlier in the year, which was a highlight of my musical career, I was very excited. Uh-huh. I was like, I can't believe I get to share a stage with these guys. But um, the, oh, thank you. the shirt guy was like, he, he was talking to me and he was like, yeah, they just, they put out their, their first EP in 2013 and then they just became a hit. Like immediately, and I was like, "Whoa, what?" Because I remember I was like, "What was like the early days of Valhalla?" And he was like, "Yeah, they just put out the EP and they were great, like immediately." So I thought I'd ask you about that. What's what's going on there? <laughs> oh, well, um, like the very first EP prior to the album, I guess, because he was like, yeah. I think because I thought he said three years ago, but then I was like, if they were formed in two thousand thirteen, oh well, I guess you yeah. could be playing and then not have put out your first. EP for a while. So there's a funny story with the whole how the band band came about. If you if you have time for that too, Ooh, of course, always. Uh, so I've got a my best mate. Um, he's actually from Czech. We met at uni mm. doing audio, um, and uh, he he's um, he's got a his own sauna in the, in his backyard that his <laughs> his father made. Anyway, uh, it was pretty common of us to, you know, finish uni up for one of the nights and to go back to his place and obviously have a sauna and we would obviously just jam 
you know, the heat, all the bands that we listened to at the same time, because that's how I guess we became friends. We had all the Scandinavian metal bands that we listened mm. to in common. Yeah. So we used to just play that and uh, I guess just get real stoked on music, you know. Mm. Um, and one, I guess, you know, one of these saunas, I was just like, oh, so you know what, man, stuff it. Let's just make our own. Because we were listening to folk metal bands at the time. We were like, let's just make our own folk metal band. We could do this heaps better. Yeah. And um, th- mind you, my mate, he's not musically inclined at all. Um, mm. I, lo- I love him a bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, he, a few years later, he, put, he respectfully declined the offer to play in the band. But he's still obviously a mate and comes to every show. But that, I guess, kind of initial idea, it was like, oh, yeah, this is something new and, you know, I'm really pumped about it and um, let's see what we can do. Anyway, so that was in 2013 and then I guess I spent a couple of years writing um, some of the the songs that would be on our first album Mm. and I think it was that same year, 2013, where I met Lachlan, who's our singer. And I met Lachlan also through this mate of mine who brought him along here because he knew him. I forget how he knows Lachlan, but he knows Lachlan and brought him along for one of our uni recording projects. Mm. Anyway, we recorded the band and whatnot. And I was like, oh, geez, man, you're a, you're a really good singer, you know? Like, how, what's your availabilities like these days? You know, I've got this um, kind of band I'm working on on the side here that I reckon your voice would really suit. And uh, mm. he's like, oh, yeah, show me show me a song. And all I had was a Guitar Pro 5 file, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. And it was like eight minutes as well. I feel sorry <laughs> for them. <laughs> like eight minutes of Guitar Pro 5 is not fun. But, um, yeah, Lockie loved it. He was like, man, I, you know, he said something like, I haven't got goosebumps from a MIDI before, but that was nuts. Yeah. And so, yeah, that song was Malice of Illusion. So that's track two on our um, first album. Um yeah. And funnily enough, that's how Valhalla started. So, um, yeah, 2013, 2014 was, I guess, getting the songs done. And then in 2015, late 2015, we put out our EP, just a three-track um, EP that I we just did in my house. Mm. Um, and then two years later, uh, we put out the full length. Um, and then the following year, we put out our acoustic EP. And then the following year, so that would be last year, we put out Legacy. Mm which is the second song for tonight. Which goes so, yeah. off, by the way. It's very good. Yeah, that's, that's the one with the music video on the beach, right? That's the one with the music video on the beach. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's it, a, sounds, it really sounds like it biopic? kind of came together as lots of people with the same interests and vision just kind mm. of happening to find each other and have conversations and saunas and like... <laughs> That's such an organic, cool way yeah. to, to build a band. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, a, it, it's definitely a lot more organic than, you know, uh, Facebook Marketplace looking for a musician. Right. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the, the movie yeah. of Valhalla getting together would be a lot more interesting to watch. <laughs> <laughs> these dudes in a sauna. <laughs> yeah. How good. So these people... Um, this original song was with a band as well. The one of one of your early bands, is that right? Or just mostly yeah. yourself? Technically it was a second band. Yeah, that's right. Right. Uh, and we were, we were looking to actually take it, you know, as far as it could go. Cause hmm. some, of, I had a look yesterday, man, when I was searching for something to send you guys, some of the songs weren't terrible, you know, for the genre, like, I'll just say it was just metalcore, yeah, but the genre, really. of metal, like it wasn't bad. 
you know, like it really could have gone somewhere locally or even, you know, mm. uh, nationally. But um, as I said, I'll just bring up that point that I made before about it all just comes back to, I guess, you know, and that's, I think that's the difference between like this, like a, this high school band and like Valhalla, because like yeah. this high school band, it was just me that was keen on it, you yeah. know, like I was the only one that really gave a shit, you know? Mm. Um, and then um, like with Valhalla, everyone cares about it, you know, mm. everyone's mm. willing to put in a hundred percent and the, and the productivity just goes up through the roof because you know there's so many jobs you got to do not just obviously write the music yeah. but when yeah. everyone's just on board and pulling their own weight it, it can make the music i guess happen a lot faster mm. um and you know quality music at that so yeah yeah for sure what's what's like the process of like making a song happen from from start to finish like cuz obviously mm. it'd be a different process to when you just just started out yeah, um, if we're talking in terms of Valhalla, mm. um, <clears throat> excuse me, I I wrote the material for pretty much the EP, the acoustic EP, and the first album. Mm. So uh, yeah, Legacy too. But this we, we we're actually heading into record our second album this yeah this month and next month. Nice. Cool. And I've definitely like I obviously wrote you know most of the songs basis 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 um but this this time it's been a lot more collaborative um in that say morgan for example he's taken the you know the ideas and the melodies that i've pitched and the structure and whatnot and then he's put you know particular kick patterns underneath the choruses or something that kind of accentuate the feel of the song better mm. than what I had because I, I can't speak drums mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and one of the songs um, Lucas and I Lucas is the other guitar player yeah. I know you know Alex um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> my boy yeah <laughs> uh, yeah we wrote basically the entire middle chunk of that song together it was um, entirely collaborative and that was really cool and i think that comes across because it's mm -hmm. kind of just everyone's working together here um and i think it's it'll be one of the songs that you know i'm hopefully gonna have people cry to it so nice. that's what you want fingers yeah. crossed yeah yeah that's it. tears out yeah. <laughs> i have i have a silly question um sure. i've been wondering why is it valhalla and not valhalla uh man yes like, do you, okay, I've got a relic for you. Ooh. You want to see? Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so, for those of you yeah. on the the podcast, he's getting up. He's, he's getting something. His cupboard. Um, he's having a look around. There's key, there's a keyboard there. He's looking behind the keyboard. Oh, it might be behind the. Oh, is it behind the keyboard? Ark of the Covenant. It's not behind the keyboard. It might be on the top shelf there. Here we go. <laughs> what do we got? Oh, oh. Oh, he's got something. Oh, folks, here we go. Ba, 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 ba. Podcast, but <laughs> this is um, we showed this on one of our we we do sometimes we have this Facebook group called Val Horde. Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. So it's like people who are like really into the band. Oh, yeah. just it's upside down. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. I was like, oh, maybe that's the interpretation of it. <laughs> uh, my bad, my bad. That's funny though. So people who are really keen, like go in and like every now and then we haven't done them in a little while but we um 
we do like silly games or whatever, like drinking games. And one, one, one of the streams where I actually brought this out and it's fun. It's really funny that like people ended up bidding on it. So this could be huh. some sort of quality item in the future. Hell yeah. But anyway, if, um, if we have a look down the bottom, um, it says Wyvern King. Hmm. Now that was just, uh, I guess, you know, we were pre-sold on that name for a while for the band. Yeah. Um, and the art we, uh, got commissioned as well um obviously we didn't go with it um mm. but it's just it's again it's kind of like you know you listen to the 2009 song in in, in like picture form i guess this is the 2009 song <laughs> yeah you right, know right. so to, to see how we've gone from like this bad boy to where yeah. we are now is really cool as well but anyway going back to the names so yeah wyvern king um couldn't couldn't tell you what that meant it just it sounded majestic and RPG based and mythical mm -hmm. and kind of encapsulated what we were trying to do as a band. Um, and then eventually it was decided with, you know, Lockie and I and the other members who were involved, they're not in the band anymore, um, <laughs> but it's okay. We're, we're all on good terms. Nice. Um, but um, yeah, that Wyvern King just seemed a little bit too corny, I guess. Mm. And like it is. Like this <laughs> but like folk metal you know like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway um so we eventually just went our like separate ways to think about band names for a bit and i came up with valhalla because um you know you know when like you don't really think about something or plan it it just comes to you like this was one of those things yeah. um it was just valhalla as you said so like the norse the Norse heaven, I don't know, mm. and combined with folklore. So oh. folklore kind of thing about it's a, it's a it's a combination of Valhalla and folklore. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's how that works. I like and it. Sounds cool as hell. So yeah. there you mm. go. I like that this is the Viking metal version of like the Beatles pun, <laughs> where it's like <laughs> yeah, the, the bug and the litter. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was very cool. Mm. I like that. Mm. Yeah, a bit of a history lesson. No, I'm really glad yeah. I, I know that. I've been wondering that for like years. Now I have the exclusive <laughs> details. It's always it's always not as exciting as what people think. <laughs> I was I was excited. I was like, hell yeah. I thought Thanks. you were gonna be like Valhalla Valhalla would have been bad for search engine optimization. I'd be like, oh Yeah. <laughs> From a business perspective, blah blah blah. Yeah, I realize that now, yeah. So <laughs> kind of, it was kinda of convenient. Valhalla was great, it comes up like immediately. Mm. I've I've got my James, I've been hogging the mic. Do you have questions that you want to do? I've got my, my list, but what do you, what do you yeah, got? Yeah, I was just going to ask, um, in terms of members of the band, how mm. where do you rank at the moment? How many how many folks do you got there? <laughs> I thought you were like, where do you rank in quality in the members of the band? Yeah, like, well, the fuck? <laughs> are you the that? best in the band? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, how many, yeah, how many people uh, in the band these days? At the moment, there's six. So there's nice. my Lachlan... Uh, he's obviously the singer. Luke's is the guitar player. We've got Morgan on drums. Um, Sophie is uh, our resident woodwind slash tin whistle um, and I guess general yeah. whistle player. And then we have Joseph, who is our newest member. He's Ooh. on uh, he's on bass. Um, he's currently stuck in Melbourne, but uh, thankfully uh. restrictions have lift have lifted, and uh, he is uh, aiming to be up very very soon so we can do some full obviously uh album rehearsals so yeah yeah mm. that's working exciting mm. uh the gig i was at there was um a performer who was like the 
ghostly voice who came out from behind the curtain, like a surprise cameo? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. She's one of my very good friends from high school. Um, she actually sings on Solitude um, oh, yeah. as well. So it was, it just worked out really well that um, she was able to come and do the song with us, which is actually the first and only time that she's done that. So Ooh, that would have been pretty cool for people to see that. Yeah. Mm. Well, so now the, uh, the, the cosmopolitan style questions, what is your best gig ever? <laughs> Here we go. Oh man. It's, um, you can't like for me. I can't rank that off like how many people have attended a show. Yeah, we. I know we've played a show in Toowoomba to like eight people, <laughs> but and our laptop and our backing tracks fell off, and it was oh, just no. oh, and like you, you, like it was literally the opposite of what we wanted to do in a show. But you've yeah. got to laugh about it. Yeah, um, and I guess just having that. I guess funny experience was is just you know up there. I'll I'll have to say probably our first overseas show in Tokyo mm. was cool. definitely um, an amazing moment. Um, more so because we weren't expecting it to, we weren't expecting that many people to be there. Mm. So you know everything's very professional over there, and uh, you know curtains up everywhere. And when we came out. Um, the curtain got pulled back and then we literally just saw a sea of faces. Um, it was something like 800 people. It was, it was awesome, man. That's so cool. Uh, man. Sick. And Lucky had re- rehearsed this um, phrase in Japanese. I forget what it was, but it, it, it was in Japanese, something like, hello, Japan, we are Valhalla, rock on or something. Yeah, and like nice. he, comple- he completely <laughs> forgot what to say, you know, he- <laughs> They're like, oh, you know, and then we played. <laughs> Just so funny, man. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, that was a very, I guess, starstruck moment. Um, I've had a few. I used to, I used to play in another band. We went to America. Um, nice. There were a few moments there that were very eye-opening. Um, I think a show we played once at the very end was in California and we played with a band called silent planet and they're signed to solid state records and they're, they're huge. Now they blew up very, very fast. And it's, mm. it's very easy to see why they got so big so quick. Yeah. Um, but to, I guess, see a band like that perform, especially when, you know, it was the first experience of mine that it's like I'm hanging out with a band that, like, really knows what they're doing and every member's on it. Um, that, that memory of that show has stuck with me. Um, and that was actually a year before, I guess, Valhalla put out its EP. So mm-hmm. to have that memory going into the band was um, I, I, probably really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice like an inspiration sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember um awesome. I remember when I saw the Proto Men live in Sydney. I I'd, mm. I'd never seen like obviously like you see live shows like Def Leppard and you're like, well of course cuz they're like Def Leppard, but I saw like the Proto Men mm. live and I was just like it just kind of yeah, opened my eyes to the fact that like someone at a lower level could be better and it's like, oh man, if I want to like do this, I got to get better because that's Yeah, man. Yeah. No, it's good to see those bands. Hundred percent. You know, every band started as a local band. You know, as the mm. saying goes, as the crow flies. Yeah. So you don't have to name any venues, but what was your worst gig ever? Oh man, I just I just mentioned Toowoomba with the set <laughs> tracks falling off. Like that's pretty up there. <laughs> valid. Valid. <laughs> um, 
not none really spring to mind, but that one definitely does. Um, if I go back to that, I guess one one show for me was really like, oh, Jesus, is a completely different, you know, culture over here. Mm. Um, would be when we played with not with Valhalla, but my one of my old bands. We played in um, in the Bronx near mm. New York. Yeah, yeah. And they had they had security guards checking for weapons from all the pumps yeah, as geez. as they heading into the venue so like that that for me was really eye-opening it was like oh geez this is nothing like australia yeah so i guess i, I don't want to say that was a, like one of the worst shows but it was like more of a huh yeah okay this is how things can be you know mm. right right mm. okay. um james do you want a question i feel like i'm just plowing through my list of questions just rattling off some questions no you got some good ones man but Thank um you. i was gonna ask uh you know, in, in that early song, you mentioned you were the one you kind of taught yourself how to do proper screaming. I was kind of wondering, mm. what is the key there? What what goes Ooh. into a good metal yeah. scream? <laughs> um, honest, James, honestly, that's a really great question. I just <laughs> think I'm the right dude to answer that. Um, I mean, I've been doing that now since obviously 2009. My vocals still feel pretty good, so I mm. assume... What I'm doing is fine. Hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did watch this. I forget the guy on his username. Um, if the video is still up, it would be something like 12 years old now. Um, at the time, I thought it was a really good explanation of how it, it, you obviously don't use your vocals at all when you scream, but you just push and you, it's kind of hmm. like you just... Uh, I don't want. I don't want to say it's a. It's like a very exacerbated whisper because it's not. And if you try screaming by whispering you you know I've, i have heard you will wreck your voice so i'm trying not to give the wrong advice <laughs> yeah. but it was all it all revolved around how to do your diaphragm and i guess i just tried to copy what he did and like in the shower and stuff and mind you i was you know like 14 or whatever at the time so every, everyone in my household thought i was uh, <laughs> yeah. a, bit, a bit strange but supportive you know <laughs> yeah cheers fam um <laughs> Um, and then, uh, yeah, I just kept at it, you know, same deal as before, just kept yeah. at it and got, uh, I, I know I was pretty critical of everything. So like I used to film myself playing guitar or like mm. doing screaming or whatever mm. and I listen to it back and it's, and you think, oh, does that actually sound good? You know, mm. why, why not? I think, yeah. So I guess, you know, doing YouTube back in the day really helped me. Um, in terms of getting better as a guitar player. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, about your, mm. your YouTube stuff. You mentioned it before, like mm. you, would, you were just putting out music on, on YouTube or was it kind of like teaching music or what, what kind of stuff were you putting out? It was just guitar covers, man. But like if mm. you like that song that we just listened to, it was that kind of quality behind like MP3s. So like it was pretty rubbish. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you get, sorry got some of these um you know and it was always it was back when the rating system was in youtube so oh, people righto, yep. one star or like a half a star which is pretty rough and then <laughs> five star man my videos all had like two and under stars like people were ragging on them so hard and like it's fine because i know that you know i was obviously trying to play really technical songs when i wasn't probably at that level yet mm -hmm. you know um, most of the songs were like children of Bodom covers and obviously their guitar, their guitar content is really technical. Um, mm. but 
the all the comments i think back and all the comments you know of like this sucks dude like what are you doing and like there were some other pretty bad ones in there but it's fine um mm. it kind of made me want to just get better yeah. you know so it's kind of cool. it kind of gets back to you know you you have the want to do it and then you know whether you how resilient you are about something how how much you bounce back can also mm. determine i guess how well you do in music yeah, no one's going to be more brutally honest than a comment section. Like, then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or yeah. children, you know, either one. Right. But mm. you've only showed them. Here yeah. you are now. <laughs> Thanks, bro. You should write back on the comments <laughs> on those videos. Just be like, ha-ha, gotcha. <laughs> I got the last laugh. Check out I have new uh, sadly deleted most of them. Uh, for good reason. But yeah. the, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't see many comments like that these days, but that's it. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Mm. Uh, here's a question that I I feel like whenever I ask it, it's I feel like it's a weird question, but I feel like it's a good question. Mm. So I'm gonna ask it right now. Do you okay. feel like you've had your break? Quotation marks. And if so, what was it? Nah, absolutely not, man. Not yet. That's wild. Um, you know, but it's kind of you know what determines a break. You know, yeah. in my brain, a break is. I can quit my job and just do music. That's fair. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so would you, but, that's, see, that's wild to me because Valhalla is like, it's palpably more successful, whatever success means mm. to individual. I feel like anyone mm. could say like, Oh, Valhalla is doing better than like your band before this. And like, mm. you know, and I feel like some people would consider Valhalla like a great success, you know? Mm. In terms of, I guess, in terms of where we are and what we play, uh, like, sure, absolutely. You Mm. know, there are very minimal folk metal bands, especially from Brisbane, Mm. you know, pulling, pulling good, let's just call it social media stats, I guess. Mm. Um, But, you know, I, there's a band that I really like, um, was just started raining. Sorry. I I love the rain. So it's awesome that it's raining. (laughs) Uh, It's a band that from, Sweden and they started a Gothenburg death metal movement mm. um, in the mid nineties and they're called dark tranquility. And they just put out a new album recently. And anyway, I checked it out. I really enjoyed it. Um, and I was thinking about it and their sound, their sound has literally stayed the same for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking, damn, that damn, that is a great effort, you know, yeah. way to, way to stay loyal to yourselves. If you're putting out the music you want to put out yeah. and mm-hmm. to stay loyal to the people who like listening to you. Yeah. Um, so that 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 I think is you know, money aside, that is really successful. So you know, sure. so yeah. probably I guess, you know, it's not just it's not black or white. You know, it is what you make it. I'd say yeah, we have been successful so far as a as an unsigned um, folk metal band from Brisbane. Absolutely, mm-hmm. um, but we all, we we don't want to stop there. You know, we want to yeah. go further and see how far we can go. It's always fascinating yeah, seeing awesome. everyone's different, like what they consider success. Because mm. I, I think that's like the difference. It's like, you you know, you aim for here, but then like other people are aiming for higher. And it sounds like you guys have already aimed so very high and you're like, nah, not even close. We're going to go to the moon. <laughs> so it's very inspiring. And it seems like see. um, also, you know, part of that, that success and that, that continued success is just the ability to keep doing what you enjoy and what you love, which, which 
from the looks of things, you know, you guys look like you're going to keep doing stuff and, and you've got your second album coming out. Like, I think that's a, a great mark that, you know, 30 years from now, hey, look, you might be doing the, the you know, keep doing the same, you know, music. And that's awesome. Mm. Yeah, man, I totally agree. Yeah. Mm. Um, obviously, it's been, this year has been a little bit fucky. Uh, I was curious as to, is it, we've been kind of checking in on how COVID's affected all the musicians this year, because obviously, you know, the entertainment industry has been really hammered by it. I was just wondering what impact has, you know, like COVID had on you guys? I try not to think about it too much, man, but yeah, we got smashed. Yeah. yeah we, got, mm. we had our, um, we had an April tour with Chimera from Sydney. Mm. Um, and that was going to be the East Coast. And I think it was plus Adelaide from memory. Um, so really like, you know, an extensive two-week tour. Um, that got cancelled because it all, that was in April. So obviously yeah. all the live happened at the start of April or end of Mar- March. I don't know. Yeah. around. Um, and yeah, we had to cancel. Um, and we had ordered already all of our merch and stuff too. So we already spent Damn. that on all of our merch so i got most of it sitting in my garage like we've managed to obviously sell some of it um but it's nothing like what we would have sold on the tour so we've lost money there which which you know sucks but like everyone copped it so there's no point complaining about it you know Mm. um so that was you know um we were bummed to not play that tour because we were obviously looking forward to it we then had varken in germany booked um for july um mm-hmm. that obviously was cancelled we were going over there just for the show and then we were going to make a mini holiday out of it yeah. um and then we had uh europe again so a big a big europe tour oh. um spanning over a month this coming february and march mm. we've had to um yeah we've had to postpone that one so that one's not cancelled mm. but postponed but you just don't know what's going to happen, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. you just don't. That's fucked. That's so much shit. God damn. <laughs> yeah. It's rough, man. Yeah. I, I try not mm. to think. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, at least now, you know, you've got, you're working now on the second album and, you know, That's maybe the, the other yeah. tour and all that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Plan B. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, I was wondering, what is it like on tour? Because some people say they love it, some people say they hate it. What's your stance on tour? Um, I really like touring. Oh, sorry. Mm. Are we, am I still here? Yeah, you're still here. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys. You're all good. Uh, no, you're all good. I really, yeah, touring touring's honestly great. But again, it, it kind of just depends on how well you work as a team. Mm. So mm. like... There has, there has been some moments in the past where things have been frustrating mm. and things don't work. Um, but, you know, when you when you play a show and, like, when you're up there, you're like, okay, this is why I just drove 10 hours to the middle of nowhere, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting because, I mean, you mentioned, you know, you did this this U.S. tour with, um, you know, this other band and then you mm. tours with Valhalla. Uh, yeah, I can only imagine, like, mm. either way, you're, you're stuck with this group of people for mm. X amount of time. That can only be... Mm you know, pressing in some situations for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So like, I guess, so if you asked me, how do I like touring right after I came back from America with this other band, I would say, I don't really like it that much because mm. the experience as a whole, it wasn't, um, 
there were there were many factors to that one mm-hmm. uh, and there were really good moments and there were some really just lame moments and it all had to do with who who I was working with mm, yeah. and completely different to Valhal so we all we all hustle we were all happy to drive hours we'll we will put on a brave face even if we're tired you know it's the little things you know just stuff like that not being annoying to each other mm. you know laughing about stuff just simple stuff makes yeah. you know makes experiences just better whether it's a big drive or not a big drive or you know whether everyone's tired or having a you know or people are drunk or something like it does it doesn't matter it just depends on um who who you're working with i'd say yeah yeah mm. it definitely seems like being a good person will get you further in the music industry than being a like an amazing <laughs> player yeah for sure man yeah just being a good player yeah that's it mm. fortunately yeah, you guys are yeah. both <laughs> which is good um <laughs> uh my my question my other question is how do you how do you break out of the family and friends circle this is just alex getting advice at this point because i want to know <laughs> how do you get out of that circle i'm happy to help you man so like <laughs> if you've got any more quick like fire away because like i loved watching you play man so oh, thank you if you want to roll with that like for whatever you want to do you rock it you know, you, you roll with that. You try and be the best you can be. And, um, you know, I'll try and be there. I'll try and make it out to a couple of your shows and um, uh, support you in that way. Oh, uh, but going, going back to your question, breaking out, um, you can't beat, you just can't beat word of mouth. Mm. You know? mm. so I forget who said this to me, but this is going to sound like some old, like old dad advice here that I heard. Mm. But someone like whatever, whatever you put out, like whether it's a video or a song or whatever, you want to make whoever's watching your video or listening to your song, call out to their mate from the next room and say, come here, you've got to check this out now. Yeah. Like so, that scene from Back to the Future where he's <laughs> bloody playing Johnny yeah. B. Good. And- <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. That's good advice. So, um... I guess that could work for any genre, you know? It doesn't have to just be like, holy crap, this is epic. It can be like, man, this song, this song is so chill, you got to check it out or, you know, whatever it is. You know, you want to make you want to make people show other people, mm. you know, how stuff is. Yeah, mm. do your best because you never know who's going to see it kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah. Well, I guess that kind of... I was going to... I was going to do my, uh, what advice would you give yourself? Oh, I'll still ask that. What advice yeah, do, it. do you wish that you had gotten when you started? Um, I don't know, man, because like if I had gotten something different back in the day, I don't know if I'd be where I'm at now, you know? True. If, I, was, if, if I might have been further along, so what? You know, I'm here now and I'm doing things and, you know, just trying to be the best I can. And I think we all are, you know? Mm-hmm. Um maybe I might tell past me to just chill out, mm. you know, stop stressing about stuff and just be me, you know? And if me is just pumping out cool tunes, then that's just, that's just me, you know? Mm. That's good wisdom. Advice. Anthony, you got the sage advice. That's, you're <laughs> yeah. killing it. This is great. No, I told you bad advice, man. Yeah. <laughs> bad advice. Well, my, my last question is stupid. And I don't know why I put it so far at the end because it sounds because normally you'd have like a really good question at the end, but it's just do you like Dragon Force? Um, like I can't fault them, you know, playing 
like technically, you know. And yeah. I saw I saw them with Lockie a couple of years ago at the Trifford. It was a really fun show, man. Nice. It was a really fun show. Do I think their songs all sound the same? Yep. <laughs> Do I find some tracks from I think their 06 album like Cry Thunder? Yep. Um, would it be the, probably the only couple of things I'd listen to? Yeah, sure. Um, doesn't mean I don't like them. Did you oh, hear damn. that? Yeah, that was yeah. a big thunderclap. That was epic. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> no, it, do, it doesn't mean I don't like them, but I think, you know, not liking a band and listening to a band can be different things. So, like, I don't mm. really like Dragon Force, but I wouldn't say I don't like them. Valid. Did you ever play um, Guitar Hero 3 at the end there? You'd play Through the Fire and Flames, and it's just like, it's sick. Oh, dude. <laughs> Pick up Guitar Hero 3 if you ever want to play some Dragon Force and Guitar Hero. Yeah. Dude, I used to suck at that so much, hey. It's, it, <laughs> it's not like playing guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that's that's my list of questions. I only have the the ending questions. James, do you have any questions? I feel like well, this is a... Like, we're, we're playing it cool like this is any other episode, but this is like Anthony from Valhalla Hill. Like, I'm real excited. Oh, we got a... We are not worthy. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I think, I think just the usual. Do you have, Anthony, anything to... To plug, where can people find your music, Valhalla's music, all that kind of stuff? What are the, where do we go? Uh, well, if you want to buy anything physical, our website's um, stocked full of our CDs and some of that merch that we need uh, help getting rid of from that tour yeah. that didn't happen, you know. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to check us out, like Bandcamp is every month or a couple of weeks they're doing like free they're giving 100 percent of the revenue to artists no. so had a lot of people buy our music on Bandcamp, which is which is really which is a really good way of um saying you support an artist mm. um so definitely get on that and we're obviously on spotify and whatnot and there's a few uh we we haven't put our songs on youtube but they're on there so <laughs> <laughs> nice well nice um, um in terms of sorry, yes. In terms of things coming up, yeah, we are in hmm. we are in album mode at the moment. Um, but um, members of our band are very active in the live music scene, so they have a few personal gigs coming up. So no doubt, you might even see some of them um, over the coming Christmas and New Year's uh, celebrations. So, yeah. Amazing! Can people just like stay tuned to your social stuff and and get the all those you know updates and links and that kind of stuff? Absolutely. Yep. There you go. Nice. Mm. Well, James, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, you know, not really. I'm I'm James Keo. I don't, you know, I don't I'm not as uh, I'm not a musician. I'm a friend of a musician as you heard in the intro. Um you can follow me on on Twitter and Instagram at the James Keer. Um but the, other than that, you know, I got to start putting out some music so I have something to plug, you know. Yeah, man. Got to plug some stuff. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, and and Alex, do you have uh, anything that you'd like to plug? Yeah, well, I'm I'm a musician as well. I'm your man, Alex Smith, on Spotify and Bandcamp and iTunes. Uh, I have a Patreon account as well uh, because I've got a new album coming out next year, and I got to pay to print it to CDs so that people can play it <laughs> in their car. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got going on. I'm a pro gamer now, so if you're yeah. on Twitch, you can find me, your man, Alex Smith. But uh, yeah, but that's pretty what much all. You, my what are you streaming at the moment? Uh, I was streaming Hollow Knight, but I didn't know anything about it. And then I realized that it's fucking hard. And <laughs> I was, I like, you got to look at the chat and people are like, I did this. And I'm like, give, give me a fucking second. I'm trying to beat, goddamn. Oh my God. So I had to focus. So I've if been, you were 
if you I'm really into the Souls series, so if you ever get into that kind, of, that kind of stuff, hit me up again. So that'd be fun. I've just been working through Demon Souls myself, so yeah. Oh, nice. Cool. You got that uh, PS5? Uh, yeah, sna- managed to snag one in. Damn, um, I was not so lucky, so you're uh, yeah. <laughs> luckier than myself. It'll happen. <laughs> yeah, one day. Hell one yeah. day. Wow. I guess, thank you so, so much, Anthony from Valhalla, for being on the yeah. show. I hope you had a good time. Absolutely, man. Yeah, no, it was really fun to revisit some, I guess, old memories and I guess talk about how it's all come together till now, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, mm. yeah, it's been great to, to hear you got some good stories. Love a good sauna story. Can't go wrong. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> we've got a new track that we're going to listen to one of your uh newer songs from valhalla um, this is the this newest song is... this is legacy legacy yeah um is there anything you want to uh you know say about this song before we we have a listen um i'm really proud of this song you know mm-hmm. a lot of people you know when they go to their music you'll talk about their own music they go oh yeah it's nothing you know mm-hmm. or like palm it off and that's you know and i've i've learned to be humble and you know, but like for this one, um, I'm really proud. There was, I put way too many hours probably into it. Mm. Um, and the end result, you know, people who we worked with, like our uh, mixer and master, Jus Vandenbroek um, from the Netherlands. And then we also worked with Third Eye Visuals t- who made the video. So like the entire product, mm. Um, mm. the entire theme of the song and it's very like life affirming. I'm really proud of that. And it's something that I probably will always want to show people and, you know, hope that it has a positive influence on their life. So, yeah. As, as you should, man. It's real good. And it, it goes off live as well. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun, man. <laughs> well, All right. Let's take a thanks. listen. Uh, thank you again. Thank you, Anthony, for coming along. Uh, thank you for listening. If you want to see more, uh, hear more of us, uh, we're on uh facebook and instagram and twitter my song suck uh, find us there if you want to listen to more episodes um but till next time yeah thanks for thanks for, thanks for listening thank you thank you <laughs>
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.